Hello, Prajana. Hi. Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? All right. Good to hear from you, and also happy to hear yeah. that you're going to be part of this program. Thank you. Um, for the benefit of listeners, I have with me all the way from Kathmandu, Nepal, Ms. Prajana Pradhan. She is a human resources and organization development coordinator from Care Nepal. Uh, before we start our conversation, like always, I'd like to share with our listeners a little bit about and introduce our our guest. Um, and so let me share a little bit about CARE and also CARE Nepal. CARE is a leading humanitarian organization fighting global poverty. CARE places special focus on working alongside poor women because equipped with the proper resources, women have the power to help whole families and entire communities escape poverty. CARE has been working in Nepal since 1978. Its initial focus was on addressing the basic needs of the poor and vulnerable communities through infrastructure development, agriculture extension activities, and natural resource management. This focus changed in the 1990s with the introduction of a more diversified portfolio and a community-based human infrastructure development approach. Since 2000, CARE Nepal has been working in partnership with local NGOs, networks, federations, and community groups to address the underlying causes of poverty, conflict, and vulnerability through promotion of gender and social inclusion, a rights-based approach, and social mobilization. So, Prajna, tell us how, uh, based on how things are over there and your own experience how did you arrive in becoming a staff member to this esteemed organ- international organization called care and what did it take it from you to get there uh so it like as you know care is a very well known and trusted organization in nepal and worldwide as well especially in the field of humanitarian assistance and in the promotion of women equality and leadership for development So I have always been very passionate about development particularly in the field of uh, women's leadership and I thought that you know like when this opportunity came in I thought this would be a great avenue to contribute to the same as well as build my own leadership skills so you know like before uh, joining care I was engaged with uh, WWF the World Wildlife Fund for more than 8 years and uh, you know like it, it it had become like my second home as I was very much in touch with my roots as i'm also an ardent supporter of uh, nature conservation so to join care or was to leave behind the comfort of my home and you know like venture into this unknown territory but you know the the whole thing about um development of the underprivileged was something that i really wanted to get into and so i took the plunge and it has increased my knowledge and expanded my horizon and scope okay so that's that's quite uh inspiring especially for the youngsters uh, so you're a hr practitioner so what do you find are some of the common mistakes made by management and why is it so difficult to change certain mindsets uh, at an international or even at a local level uh well you know like sometimes management is uh, well i feel that they're very much focused just on the organization and how it's doing and its well-being and the profit and you know how how we how we are and where we stand forgetting that the organization in itself actually is made up of of the employees so the well-being of staff will always yield to the well-being of the organization and that is something that sometimes management tends to overlook 
and it can definitely be difficult to follow this particular path when an organization is going through troubled times, financially especially, you know, like, well, but when the management misses to, what the management misses to understand is that not everything is centered on the finances and the economic profit. So there are, there are many aspects that keep staff motivated. And as you know, happy, happy employees make happy organizations and which ultimately help organizations prosper. For instance, like it, everything does not have to be centered around uh, the finances, as I said. So, you know, simple recognition and rewards, acknowledgement, building on somebody's job description to just help them develop, uh, you know, like thinking about their work-life balance. These are just to name a few. So I think, you know, that's that's one bit. And the other bit, like, like definitely there are organizations which need hierarchy. But, you know, like hierarchy, as I understand, is needed for some quality control. But sometimes hierarchy kind of tends to shadow talent recognition and staff development. That's what I feel. But, uh, you know, like it can definitely also be the cause of a personality trait of, of somebody who is at, at certain hierarchical levels. But what the management should be able to do is to keep a bird's eye view of how the structure is affecting the organization and particularly how it develops the culture. So, you know, that's what, that's what I feel. And, well, it, it's, it's difficult to change mindsets, you know, sometimes because uh, we, we've all been doing the same things and following the same patterns. And, and so to come out of the box is something really, you know, difficult. And I can understand that, but unless we take the first step, I don't think, you know, we'll be going anywhere further. Yeah, so true. And, uh, you know, uh, this is where it becomes a particularly a big challenge for HR practitioners like you. So, yeah. <laughs> so someone, someone who's actually seen many parts of the world yeah, and knows how the international best practices of HR work, and for that matter, has recruited many people from all walks of life. Can you share with our listeners what would it take to work in an international non-profit organization such as yours? Uh, well, so you know, like uh, I think you have both realized this, and I feel that you know there is need for innovation in today's world, no matter what field you work in, you know. And with technology, of course, advancing at the pace that it is. Life has become very much simpler for all of us where, you know, anything is just available at a touch of a button. But uh, what I feel and what's happening today is that we're all living in certain boxes, you know, like you are, you, you might be living in a certain box. I might be doing the same and so on and so forth. Everybody's doing it and following routine practices. So, you know, what, what, what needs to, to be done is that we need to change. And, you know, like diversity, when we talk about diversity, it is not just in terms of our race or our ability, but I believe that the diversity of thought is something that we need to think about. Uh, we need people who can break the shackles of monotony. You know, we need idea chance to rebuild this world. I, I call it rebuilding because, you know, this, this world is just, you know, uh, it's, it's changed so much. And 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 we need to, you know, like we need somebody or people who can help provide support to the most underprivileged. Because if we are not uh, developing everyone, then I don't think, uh, you know, like just just being there and doing our thing and getting what we want is is all that matters. So we need people who can believe in the cause and and who is like ready to contribute. 
not just you know because he or she needs a job and and they are like paid to do it but we need somebody who's passionate about it who 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 really wants to bring in some positive change and of course you know like somebody who feels for the cause and who can uplift the lives of the underprivileged yeah and i i like that little quote of yours diversity of thought i think that that's uh, again once again that is that, that's really apt and uh, hits it uh, yeah. on the nail uh, maybe you can share with uh, with our listeners some of your contact details and possibly some of the events that are happening in on your side um well um people can contact me at prajana.pradhanakya.org uh, that's p r a j a n a dot p r a d h a n at the rate c a r e care dot o r g so that's my contact details uh we have a lot of uh, stuff that's that's happening and especially you might know that after the 2015 uh, earthquake in nepal we've really been focusing on you know uh, recovery right now and as as you rightly mentioned that care 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 works especially for uplifting the lives of the underprivileged and especially for women and adolescent girls uh so a lot of details can be found on our new uh here on our new projects on our new ventures at our website as well that's www.carenepal.org Well, thank you prajna uh, for sharing with us your learning experience it's always good to hear your voice and uh, understand what's actually happening over there yeah it's been great talking to you after all these years thank yeah. you sudeep well dear listeners this is dr sudeep mondas a co-founder and managing director of ifos international our mission is to professionalize the non-profit sector or any cause-based organization or enterprise so that they are able to achieve the impact on the ground To do that we focus on the issues at the board and management level we're signing off here with a message to our listeners to share this audio interview with others who would benefit from this for knowledge you can check us out on www.ifirstinternational.com thank you prajna thank you